You're listening to the New Utah Podcast with your hosts, Bree. People can say my name and I still don't pay attention. Chris. This is what happens when your number one health concern in the state is porn. Jeremy. Flicks it and then walks out and just kicks the living crap out of whoever. And Julia. This week on Julia does everything that's embarrassing. Not true. Not true. There is no Julia. She doesn't exist. No. Uh, Julia is gone again this week, and actually, she is likely to not be returning full time uh, anytime soon. She will probably pop in from time to time uh, and join us. But um, you know, she's trying to focus heavily on her store uh, and you know having a full time job and trying to really, after a year of being in business, get a get a business to become your full time job. Um, it's a lot of work. It t- takes a lot of your time. We've all been there, haven't we? Not yeah. me. <laughs> We're all much older now. <laughs> and, Not uh, me. No, you're still much older now. Wait. Hey. Oh. <laughs> Turn that, would you? Because it's all fucked up. There you yeah, go. Yeah, I don't know what happened to it. She'll, she'll be helping with some behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah, so she'll still be doing stuff for us, but... Um, At least for a while. Yeah, she'll... She'll be on episodes every once in a while. You'll get to hear her her wonderful voice, but uh, it's back to just us old fuckers talking to you. That's okay. Just the power through. I don't so. think it was like back to us at any point. Like yeah, instantly I, after just like, we had Julia. Yeah, Julia did step in right away. I think um, it'll just be the three of us, though. I don't think we're gonna look to take on any kind of permanent new co-host. I think um, we'll stick around. Um, it's been us three since. 25 or 26 episodes in, 24 episodes in. It was before 25, I know that. Well, I know I did, like, the first couple, and then I was like, there's too many people here. And then it moved here, and then Josh left, and then I was like, well, it's my basement, so (laughs) I started showing up. So, yeah, um, we'll change the intro at some point. Do you remember what episode Josh left? It was just before 25. (laughs) Yeah, it was before 25. It was 23, something like that. It was it was about half a year, um, and I like Josh. So I can't I can't claim the longevity of you two, but it's close. Pretty close. That's pretty close. I mean, technically, you were on the first episode somehow. So, yeah. so we started in twenty sixteen. Six years. Um, coming up, coming six, up on our anniversary. Six year anniversary will be in like a month and a half ish, mm-hmm. two months. I don't know. It's in May, I think. Right. Yep. Roughly. Yep. May. Um, that's a long time. Of May-ish. So we'll be working on yeah, seven year seven at that point. Yep. That's uh, uh well that would be the end of six years or yeah, the start end of, of six years. The end of six years, start, start of year seven. seven. It's a lot of but shows. Jeremy, are you gonna wait to flip the calendar over since Oh yeah. technically we're recording it's for our episode March first episode. Three hundred and fifty three. Uh and yeah, you won't hear this until March first. Yeah. Um, but our calendar says February because we've almost February. done an episode yeah. a day for a year. We're getting close to three sixty five. That's pretty impressive. Could you imagine if we did this every day? No. Like even if we were remote, <laughs> like this is a lot of time. Like booking the guests, sitting down with the de- guests, I recording. I can't even get the damn Block. blogs up. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I have the capital blog ready, but the pictures aren't loading the way that I want, and I I haven't had time to mess with them, so. So, yeah, and like, you know, editing the episodes, um, and sometimes, sometimes the episodes are really easy. Like last week's episode, um, because it's a, a one shot straight through and we don't have a guest per se and I'm not editing in extra content because, you know, a lot of times when we go on adventures, we'll do a little recordings, but I also think 
that sometimes and and the capital happened to be one where it just made more sense. The acoustically, it wasn't a good idea, no. um, and it just was much better to have a much more free flowing conversation and let uh, our our guide Alexis 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 yeah yep. Alexis um, really just kind of. Slide into a comfort zone and be yourself without a mic in front of her face. Some freeform rapping. Um, wookie, wookie. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that was the Krishna guy. Um, and uh, I promise there is a blog. It's already, and she sent us some gorgeous pictures. I've just got to figure out why some of them aren't loading, and it may be that I have to like do each one individually or something. I do have to say that was a really fun experience in a good episode so go back and listen to it if you haven't it, yeah it's, it was pretty cool it's it's one of the, the the more fun things that we've done for our oh adventure. for sure and totally free cheaper than the shitty leonardo <laughs> it's five dollars i'll never get back yeah and an hour of time maybe <laughs> i think maybe an hour you know what else was free was the hill aerospace museum where we went twice that's true that double your pleasure double your fun you can get a whole fucking day out of that it, you don't even have to try and you can get a whole day out of that well, i can't wait till they get the new wing open oh yeah i'll be there for that october-ish is what yep, we're looking october-ish at. a whole nother wing we might do a whole episode when that time comes and have him walk us through everything in that other wing do that a would be a really, second adventure that would be cool you should actually start talking to him about doing that i'll um, have to check with him when when they open uh, and actually having him like Take us maybe after hours through that wing for an hour and just describe you know each piece. So cool. Yeah, that'd be that's a good idea. Um, Episode that could be our seven year episode. I don't know. It's going to be in like October, November. Our six and a half year. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It'll be an episode. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So last week about this time, I was talking about wanting a snowstorm. And bring it on, and the the I was disappointed because it was supposed to snow all day and it hadn't snowed and a lick. Jeremy wandered out the door. It had just but we did to snow. We did record a lot earlier because I said, "Hey, if you want to yeah. come over earlier, I think it's going to get pretty nasty later in the evening," which it sure did. Um, then we can record, and you can maybe get home before the weather really hits. Well, I put it in four wheel drive to get out of your cul de sac because it was so slippery. So it had already started to really yeah, pile up. It, if if it's snowy and it hasn't been plowed and it's slippery, you can't get up the street without either four-wheel drive or all-wheel drive. Uh, my car gets up with traction control. If there's too much snow, it won't. But no, but that's what but I'm saying. Like I, I backed out and started drive. to go, and it started sliding a little, so I'm like, nope, park, yeah. four-wheel drive. <laughs> yeah. The morning after, when you know, Cassie was on her way out, Chris is like, don't even try you, and do it without four-wheel you drive. You know you should just put it in four-wheel high. You don't even have to stop for that. You know that, right? I have, I also, I have four auto. Oh. So nice. I just put it into four auto, and then it... it yeah, because four high, you don't even have to stop. Four yeah. low, you need to go slow mm-hmm. and stop and put it in. So, yeah, we had definitely the biggest single storm we've had in... At probably I loved a it. decade. Um, yeah. More, more than too. a decade. Because... I think, too, because I think the last storm we had like this, I was talking to Bree when we were shoveling the first time and the second time, the f- you know, first 12 inches... The second 12 inches. Um, the, in the second 12 day. inches, we were the neighbor was out when we were yeah. kind of chatting with him. I don't think we've seen a storm that's dumped like 18 to 24 inches in the valley. In one shot. In one shot. I, I It was like Christmas time, 2002, 2003 time frame, somewhere in there. I don't remember the exact year, mm-hmm. but I distinctly remember I lived up 
uh, in Sandy up uh, up on the hill there, like 17th East-ish. And I remember we were at the old house and the girls were super, super little. And we had a ton of fun with them out in the yard playing in the deep, deep snow because they were so small. We had to dig our uh, below grade driveway out from that oh. storm back then. <laughs> like, you know, because Genius has decided it's a good idea to put your driveway on the backside of a hill. And, you know, there's still like drainage at the bottom because there has to be, but like not a great way to you notice that you don't really don't see those kind of driveways anymore there's a reason yeah because it's a bad idea especially in utah um but but yeah so really big snowstorm um two two plus feet to about 15 inches so we woke up early because we knew we were gonna have to go shovel um it took us an hour and a half to shovel Yeah, we got up at 4 30 and shoveled Uh, i mean i it was about 6 30 when we came in yeah and Chris went out and measured the backyard where the wind hadn't hit it, and it was 18 inches. Yeah, already. And in the front, like where we we were shoveling, there was a lot of drifting, but just on average, it was about 12 inches initially. Um, And we shoveled all of that. By the time we were done, it looked like we hadn't shoveled. Like Mm -hmm. it was already another two inches on the ground probably. But we were both like, we need to do this now because it's going to be much worse if we wait. keeps getting worse. Yeah. And so, and digging out a foot of snow takes fucking forever. Well, you got to put it somewhere. That's the other thing. So yeah. that's the downfall of my nice wide driveway now. However, I do have lots of cars parked in it. So, but like we, so Maya had come over Tuesday night and then the storm hit. So she stayed the night and we, it took Jonathan and I probably three hours to dig our car out to where she could go home. Yeah. I saw those pictures. Yeah. And, well, and then, and this is Utah folks. They closed school two days in a row. That, Two days in a row? That never happens. Not for snow. One day is rare enough, but But two days. But the first day, because the storm was still just going, like during rush hour, had gone all night, blizzard conditions, all during rush hour. They were just struggling to keep the main streets right. passable. Like and by main, we mean like freeways and like really main roads, like, like major arteries, like yeah. sixty-two hundred yeah. south, let alone the side streets. Like you weren't getting out. No, there was no side street shoveling at all, and and not even at all that first day. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we got an actual real snow plow until the second day. Third, sometime we, I think it was the third day, didn't we? Uh, down our street, the third day. Yeah, but we got one on Dewdrops the like, second day. But like the the snow that happened for today, you got to talk into the mic. The snow that happened. That. Thank you. I had already corrected myself. <laughs> the snow that had that happened today, we shoveled, and then I looked out the window and I was like, "Ah, oh, crap!" The plow came, <laughs> plowed us in. But Chris is like, oh, "I have a feeling it's going to melt," and it mostly did. So we just kind of left it. But like that's how fast we usually get a plow. And to not have a plow for two and a half days is so strange for us. But hey, that's uh, that's life. Um, no, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying, like Utah. that just shows you how bad the storm was. I'm happy for it. I love the snow so, so much. Last weekend, we were going to start on the new chicken coop. Oh, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> nope. Because <laughs> I've got I've got the design pretty much. What do you guys do when it snows like this? For like. To, do you have to like shovel a little path on your grass for the chickens to get out to like deuce to make so that you can check on the? Chickens? Oh, I just send Jonathan out there in his snow snow pants, and he just like paves away. He just walks out to it back and forth two or three times. <laughs> However, it was weird because the way the drifts were, I thought we'd have to dig the door out, but there was no snow right in front of the chicken coop where the door is, just mm-hmm. because of the way the wind was blowing and the coop. So our west side of our house, I didn't realize it, but it. Like the wind blew almost all of it, so like it yeah. was grass, right? 
yeah. but then like everywhere so, else wasn't bad. So speaking of chickens, though, um, I think it was Thursday. I went to see Thursday, Friday. I went to IFA to get chicken food, and I heard the little cheep cheeps of the chicks, and I was like, "What?" So I go around to the corner and. They have the rabbits, which they always have. They have the ducks, which nobody wants. They have the broilers, du- which... Duck eggs, apparently, are pretty decent. I don't know. They are. You just have to clip their wings, and there's it's a whole thing that I don't, I don't want, want to deal with. Anyway, uh, and they have the broilers, which those are meat chickens. Those are cooking chickens. And they're, they're huge. Anyway, but I notice there's about eight chicks left. And, and I asked him, like, why are these left? And he's like, I don't know. I'm like, well, I'll take five. So... <laughs> So you got to replace your So five. I'm back up to 20. Well, nobody so, knows. No one, so Jeremy, we told the story last week about the chicken oh, yeah, debacle and, I, and how he should have had me go buy his chickens. We did tell that on air, right? We did. Yep. Yeah, but um, what we didn't say is Jeremy lost five of his 20 chickens. Well, yep. because he hadn't quite lost that many yet. I think no. he'd lost one. No, no. He'd lost, I think, three at that point. Two or point, three yeah. by last. But he lost a total of five, five out of 20. So 25% of his chickens, which, I mean, you don't have control. And we talked about maybe the chickens were getting pulled a little bit earlier. That's my but... theory. But so now you have a full regiment so back of 20. Up to my full 20. That's good. But that's the thing. These people only buy three or four. It's like, sure. And we did the calculation on air. <laughs> like, and I was telling, I was telling uh, the guys. How much is a chick? Three or four dollars. Between three and five, depending on the breed. Yeah, they're cheap. But the thousand dollars you spend in the coop and the oh, feed no, I wasn't talking about I was just wondering up. how much yeah. he had to spend. Three to five. Get. So, it's, I mean, it's not like. Yeah. A, a ton of money, but it is frustrating when you get... Well, and if you've got everything already set up or you're going to make an investment and, you know, yeah. build out more chicken coop for you. And you just happen to have, like, a great shed that doubles as a good indoor coop for those yeah. guys. Well, really, that's the thing. And I've I've done... I know I've talked about it before. I've done very little to it. That's why this year we're actually going to, like, put a little more effort into it. But uh, I, I was. I was lucky because it's a garbage shed for putting anything in. But it was a dog run when we had our bigger dogs... And it's been a perfect chicken coop for the last 10, 12 years. Yeah. So now you get to expand that out. And um, that's going to be cool. I'm, I'm going to be glad to see it. So. Uh, I think it's been longer than 12 years because be it was a chicken out. coop when It's been a I chicken still, coop as long as I've known you. And we've known each other 13 years. So I think it's been like 15 because it was be. a chicken coop when I was still with Thon. Could be. It's been so long. Just like the bees. Just like I'll, I've, I've been doing it for so long that sometimes I'm like, oh, I've only been doing bees for a couple of years. Then start thinking about no. now. It's probably been pushing twenty. Yeah, you've only been doing <laughs> one hive for like ten. Yeah, because I had two hives there for <laughs> and a while. The other one exploded. Anyway, um, anyway, so, so yeah, I'm back up to full force. Hopefully these all live. However, I sent you guys a video earlier today. The that first round of chicks from three weeks ago. They've more than doubled in size. Yeah. They've actually got wings now, and they're starting to look like chickens, not just little fuzzballs. They grow so fast. Yeah. This first this first few months. I mean, really, by about three or four months, they'll look almost full size. Yeah, they just won't be. But then you'll be able to incorporate them, you know. Yeah. Once, come once they're full-sized, you, can you put them in even if they're not laying? Oh, yeah. Yeah, once yeah. they're full size, so that's why I've but got... But you have to gradually incorporate them so they don't get beat up by the yeah. rest of the chickens. So with the new coop, the way it's going to be, I'll have a, a kind of little separation area. So that way they're in the same spot that they can't get to each other. That way they're around They can each just other through the fence. For a few days, and then I'll, I'll put them in. So anyway, yeah, I, that, we were going to work on getting the posts in. Because last week, 
about this time or just before this time. It was like in the forties, all the snow was gone. Well, and I like on Not the one hand, I, on the one hand, pretty much all of it actually. Most of the Our front mounds yard, were still there, barely. There were a few little patches here and there, but, but like... Yeah, but even in our north-facing lawn, there was very little snow left, which is not... And last last Tuesday, Monday and Tuesday, Jonathan and I were working on the park strip again, because all the snow was gone, so we were like, oh, let's, let's get working on... Anyway, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, that's how it it's works. All right. It's I, gonna... was, I was wishing for a Jonathan-like child as we were shoveling. I'm like, boy, it sure would be nice to have a child out here to help. But we got a whole week of snowstorms off and on. I'm excited for them to keep coming. Yeah, we've got more on the way. We'll more, see. I, more, more. I'd be surprised if we had another one like that. But. Yeah, I don't... There's not... A, I mean, I don't know. I'll look like a fucking... If you look at the weather pattern on Southern California, it looked like a fire hose just blasting Southern California into Nevada there um, for a while. Let's see. Arizona, all those. Yeah. yeah. So maybe we need it. I mean, we desperately need it. Yeah, so I, I'm not going to... not complaining. Yep. I th- what was What were the ski resorts at? Like 500%, something like that, of their... I don't know. It was. I actually haven't looked. Jonathan haven't was looked. saying something about it, that after this last storm, like Alta and some of the others were like... It's like 500% or more of their yearly... Let's see. That's crazy. Let's see what it says. Well, yeah, because we, we got another maybe like... Three quarters of an inch, an inch, something like that. Brighton overnight. got 17 inches last night. Last night. <laughs> last night. So they're at well, 100 an inch. 148 inch base right now. Um, solitude's at 137. Alta's at 167. Snowbird's at 165. I mean, that's like, um, that's like in the six, seven, eight, nine, ten feet deep. Yeah, that's more when, than that's that. That's when buddy. people take pictures by the signs. You know, this is what this is the, me by the sign in the winter, and, oh, yeah, then, and then the summer, or in the summer, and then this is me by the sign in the winter, and in the summer they're like way down at that's the bottom. That's their base. The, they had twenty one oh, inches in the last twenty four hours at the base, but their base is just shy of fourteen feet deep at Snowbird. That's awesome. Fourteen feet deep. Like that's insane. Even like up that could in, bury a house. Beaver has 104. Uh, Deer Valley is 121. Park City is 122. Makes sense. They're pretty damn close to each other. You've got uh, Sundance at 127. Uh, Snow Basins at 149. That's so crazy. Even down south, Brian Head's at 89 inches, which is pretty big for them. That's pretty high. Yeah, because that, that they're the end of southern. Well. They're the end of the northern part of the and state before it turns you go, into full-on real desert. Like, like sandy desert, like Red Rocks is below instead cedar. Of, instead of snowy desert. That's because the elevation drops. Yeah, significantly. Right? Significantly. Like the, I don't know what the elevation difference is between cedar and St. George off my head, off the top of my head, but it's pretty, pretty significant. Because cedar's still similar elevation Yeah, usually us. cedar gets similar weather that, that we get here, but... Not, but they're so close to St. George that people don't. Really yeah, Cedar's like actually that. higher than we are at fifty-eight forty-six, mm-hmm. and yeah. I think we're around fifty-four uh, on average in the valley. And then St. George, which is less than an hour. Yeah, I it's mean, like it's 45 like forty-five minutes, minutes twenty-seven hundred feet. So it drops three thousand feet. You like don't notice it. Well, plus. I don't notice it going, but I notice it coming back. Going to St. George, you don't really notice the drop. But when you're coming back, you. Feel the climb. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you don't usually notice the the dis- the, the, the descent. Drop. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there's a big difference in elevation there, and that's a big part of the the reason of of the the difference in you know. As long as it doesn't get too warm too fast, as long as we can have a decent, relatively mild spring, 
the water will s- stick around. If we and, don't, we'll have flooding again. Oh, yeah. Big time. So let's see where we're at snowpack total-wise. Um, oh, let's see. Most of the state is up above 150%. Um, the northeastern corners are like 140 to 150, but everything else is above 150. Um with the exception of the West Desert, like Tooele area and the whole west side of the state. But even them, I mean, they don't really track snowpack there because no one lives there, I don't think, too much. <laughs> um, and I don't know that it feeds any serious river system on that part of the... I was talking to somebody and telling them how much snow, and they're like, wow, that's a lot a lot of snow. And I'm like, yeah, you know, there are two mountain ranges. We are on, like, the bench of the western mountain mm-hmm. range. Yeah, like, where our house is. At our house, if you just walk out, if if there were no houses, like you would be able to see how high we are yeah. up. Uh like sixty two hundred south, like we're we're on a, a significant incline uh toward the top of the top of the mountains. Yeah. So I mean even southwestern southwestern Utah's at two hundred and seven percent of normal snowpack. Which is really good for, you know, some of the stuff there, like the Virgin River system, especially, because that's where all that's going to end up. Um, but, uh, that's dangerous, dangerous levels for spring melts. So, yeah, that's my, that's my concern. We have to have a really nice, mild, slow, warming spring. This helps having big storms like this late in the season helps. I mean, I guess it's not that late. It's, it's just now the end of February. So first part of March, which is normal. We usually get some storm. This is when we usually get most of our, our winter water actually is in February, March time frame. Um, but if the ski resorts can stay open until like June, oh, that would be amazing. That would be really good. Uh, that means yeah, that a nice Memorial Day snow ski season would be good. Yeah. Man, don't you like it when old people have control of a podcast and talk about weather for <laughs> 20 fucking 20 minutes? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I mean, what else are we going to talk about? Um, we could talk about the oh. uh, the TikTok lady, that uh, the Mormon TikTok lady. I, I've never the beat seen, up her husband. I watch a lot of TikTok. I'm outing myself here. It's like a good, good, like once I've gotten through like most of the headline news from around the world, TikTok usually is where I go to when I'm going to go. Take when I'm taking a shit. The garbage I send you. Yeah. I mean, I get to that like every couple of days. Like I'll sit down like before you get here. Oftentimes I'll sit down to like just decompress. I'll just watch stupid videos on TikTok. Never seen this chick before. I haven't either. Bree's and never I'm seen. on TikTok more I've, than him. Yeah. I've, I've not seen her. Never before. seen her before. She has like 4 million followers apparently. Not anymore. And, she's going to uh, go to jail. I mean, we'll see. She's allegedly, um, she's been arrested for allegedly, like throwing shit at her ex-husband and like busting his face open. I think she hit her kid like with some of the debris like accidentally, but like not good, not good for this girl. But the thing is, I guess one of the things she's famous for is outing a soft swinger group, which um, I had to do some digging to find out what that was. Yeah, it is that. That's a, um, that's a, another weird, supposedly weird Mormon thing. I don't know how legit it is, but it's essentially like an open marriage amongst Mormons where you're able to be with, like swap partners with other married Mormon couples, but have no penetration. So, you know, like, uh, soaking type stuff, like no real. It's so like junior high, high yeah, school. Some, uh, 
I don't know. So it doesn't count? Makeout sessions? I don't know. Like, it, by that, Cause if you just wear a condom, does it not count? Because you don't actually, like... Because your poop hole's a loophole. Uh, yeah, yeah, the poop it's hole like, loophole. Gonna get into heaven. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> That's uh huh, already then. Uh, there's the episode title poop hole loophole. Thanks, Jack. <laughs> that's 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 actually a, a Jack's daughter original for us. You've uh, heard that song, haven't you? What? The poop hole loophole? Yeah. No. Uh, just, so I've not heard that song. I'm not gonna look it up. Um but this is a few years ago. So you know Jack's daughter, uh-huh. Lexi. At some point when she was like in high school, she says to Jack, and of course she shares it with us all like right away, she says to Jack uh, Dad, don't worry. My boyfriend and I aren't having sex. We we found a way around it. We shit on each other's chests. And Jack's like, "Oh my god!" She goes, "It's the poop hole loophole." <laughs> wow. <laughs> TMI. Oh man, funny stuff. She that girl's hilarious. That's funny. Um, I do want to. I do want to talk briefly about HB one hundred. I. It's not going to pass. I know, but we got to talk about it. We don't have to. I see these legi- these these things coming up in the legislative session. I'm like, how are they even getting press? Like, this is seriously just it's a- people. The the actual people are hopeful for it. Just it doesn't mean. I know, I know, but what it is is it's so if you order your groceries online and have them delivered, or I think it's the pickup too, where you pick them up mm-hmm. in the parking lot. Currently, you cannot get beer. Yeah, correct. Can't be delivered, can't be brought out to you. So this uh, HP 100 is to change that. To allow for delivery of, of beer. beer. It is not going to pass. There is no chance in hell that makes it into Utah law. Do you know how few states maybe allow... If they, maybe if they put a piece of cardboard in your back, grocery bag. Do you bag, know how few states actually allow... Even like drive up liquor stores. I only know of two. It's pretty fucking rare. Like you can't just pull out like Wyoming does. Um, I've been to several. And New um, Orleans, I think. And, t- and Texas actually a lot of in Texas you can drive up to a liquor store and they'll bring it out to your car. I don't know of any that have like a liquor delivery service outside of like mail order wines and shit. Like that's insane. There's no effing way. You can't be a wine of the month club in the state of Utah. There's no fucking way they're going to let glo- grocery delivery deliver booze. There's just no way. But what if your 10-year-old decides to make a grocery delivery and drinks all the beer before you get home so you don't know? That's exactly the, that's that's exactly the mentality. That's exactly 100%. Like, how do you know that the person ordering is over 21? You don't. And are they going to cart them when they get there and then be like, oh, no, sorry, I can't give you the beer. Let me figure out how to refund you remotely for the beer that I can't deliver to you. Now this beer that's been taken out of the store as a sold product, I have to give back to the distributor because we well, can't put it back that, on the shelves. Then like whoever's doing the delivery probably has to be 21. Yep. So which they probably are anyway because mm, of insurance yeah, purposes. Maybe. Like it's doubtful that non 21 year olds are uh, delivering stuff. So, yeah, it's not going to pass. Joining us this week, we have uh, finally, because we, we tried to have these guys on uh, a few months ago, but something came up. and You guys were moving, wasn't it, or something? Or uh, there was a snowstorm snow that night. Something. Oh, another, so, yeah, so. that's right. I remember the weather was bad, and you are like, I had That's a good thing we it. didn't have them scheduled for last <laughs> week. For last week. <laughs> I actually thought that. I was like, oh my gosh, this has got to stop before... We're supposed to be there because this ruined it last time. We recorded early last week because we knew the storm was coming. And when I left, yeah, it paid off seven, six thirty ish. It was already yeah. coming down. So yeah, yeah. that's so smart. We have <laughs> yeah. Steph and Mikey from the uh, Beer Nerd Radio Show. Hello. Um, 
Utah's only. That's true. <laughs> radio show devoted to beer. Well, you know, these guys really love beer. How'd that come about? I mean, how did you come up with a show about beer and manage to let it stay on the air for a while? <laughs> it actually wasn't my idea. It was um, uh, Bad Brad Wheeler, who's the program director at KUAA. Uh-huh. He uh, and I had uh, been doing uh, craft beer uh, week shows uh, in May. For an entire week that would feature uh, brewers from around from around the state, and he had such great responses to the point where it became almost a fundraising uh, endeavor to team up with brewers to have festivals. And at, at the end of last May's uh, run of uh, Craft Beer Week, he's like, "You know, we should do this every week," and I'm like. Do you think it would work? (laughs) He's like, I don't see why not. So uh, we start kicking it around and uh, came up with a day. And I think we went on air end of July. I think so. I I wasn't there the first month, I think. So, and I feel like I started in around September, August, September. So, so it was. uh, uh, it, it took a took a couple months to kind of figure it out, but uh, we got the groove and and uh, every Friday at two o'clock we're uh, showing up and gabbing about beer. Mikey has the groove. Let's be clear. I just show up and <laughs> moral support. <laughs> yeah, say the most do, ridiculous things. So. Do you guys drink on the show and try beers live on air? We do. Yeah, uh, we uh, encourage the guests to bring whatever they want to uh, get out there. Even we're a public radio station, mm-hmm. so. There are certain things we uh, can't get into as far as what our uh, our contributors and uh, yeah. underwriters yeah, yeah. allow. But, uh, you know, to get out there, sample it, uh, get some real-time, you know, in-person uh, interpretations on what we're having. And, and hopefully people are enjoying it and checking it out for themselves. Liking it or not. I mean, you're still on the air, so it can't be that bad. (laughs) That's what what we keep saying. Like, one day we'll show up and the code's changed, and we're like, all right. I guess we're done. That's what we keep saying about this podcast. Well, we keep doing it. We don't know who's listening. Our four listeners are strong. (laughs) Strong with the force, those four. Maybe we'll we'll bring four, and then with your four and our four. See, now we have eight. I mean, it is public radio, so. Uh, I want to take a step back, though, and and learn a little bit more about you two in particular. So uh, the first question we have is, um, what are you guys' birth dates? Steph? Oh, I'm a January 11th. Baby. January 11th. I'm a 111. One, oh, one. well, so April. So you one, are one, a Easter one, baby. One. Yeah. Ish. Wait, or what? Passover. <laughs> or Passover. Are you Jewish? January? Are your parents Jewish? Yeah, no. When you were conceived. Oh. Yeah. In April. I was like, wait, what's happening? In April. Uh, your parents were on a... <laughs> nine uh, months later. Probably. Maybe. Par- parents were on a chocolate high from the Easter candy. That's actually the most likely thing. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a one, 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 but I'm a one, 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 one. Oh. So I was born on 11, 11. Oh, yeah. Ah. And uh, what about you, Mikey? Uh, September 25th. 
So oh, December twenty fifth. September. Are, no. Yes. Oh. But, but December twenty fifth. Conception. What, Christmas what or that? New Year's, one or the other. <laughs> so your parents are celebrating Christmas in nine months. That later. whole week. It could have been New Year's. I mean, it could have been. It's it be like, not exactly nine months. That's a. Mm, but, but your Christmas. Your your parents had really good holiday plans. That I love year. how quickly you guys work backwards. I know, right? That. That's well, we've been we've been doing it for a yeah, while. Yeah, but it only takes <laughs> a second. Well, I, it, I, not me. I have to think back. Yeah, I have to count backwards on my fingers. Right. Um, I'm going to say they weren't alone because there are so many damn birthdays in September mm-hmm. when it gets cold. Yeah, New Year's, man. Christmas, People, New Year's. Friction, friction causes heat. People get happy on New Year's. <laughs> Got the Bing Crosby in the background. I know. Hey, it's my uh, IUI sister's birthday today. When was when was her conception date? May and the end of May. You know, you count backwards. Do you want to know the trick? No, doing don't tell it fast? no because I don't do math. <laughs> it's, don't, don't you, tell you don't trick. count forwards. Three. <laughs> No. Just add All right. <laughs> you, you, know how, you know how I do math when like, I'm doing like a driver's license or whatever? It's all based on my kids' years or, or my or how old I am or how old you are. Because I'm like, oh, that person's two years younger than me. So they're this age. Or that person's, that person's birthday's two years you know, before Cassidy, and she just turned twenty-five, so they're twenty-seven. Like, that doesn't work for that's me. common core math. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't do real math. I do fake. Math. I can't do that because I can't remember anybody's birthday. <laughs> I stuck it. It's on my if it's on my calendar. That's I right. Remember. It's on the yeah, calendar. Yeah, I'm the same though. So now, so. what happens now? You guys put all the numbers into a. Uh... No, they no. just like to. It's an icebreaker question. We just, Some we people just that like... come are uncomfortable and they're not sure. They've not been on the radio. They've not been before microphones, so they come and they're like. Yes. But once no. you talk to them about how I'm their parents sure. conceived them, like <laughs> everything changes. <laughs> yeah. So where were you guys born? Uh, I'm from Ogden. Okay. O-Town. Yep. So, what you, Mikey? Uh, um, Salt Lake also. I mean, Salt Lake. Yeah, there you go. So so one of you was, was conceived and born in the hell pit of the Wasatch Front, and the other was <laughs> the capital. You, you do know Al Capone said he refused to go to Ogden because it was too scary. I mean, it's... I, Ogden's That's why great. I like it. I love Ogden. Steph's ancestors scary. <laughs> I, I, I love Ogden, and Ogden has changed a ton. Oh, so much. Really in the last 10 years. Because yeah. I remember, like, even 20 years ago, going to Ogden, because the mall was still there. It hadn't been torn down uh-huh. yet. Like, I would work security at parties up there. I remember we worked at this one party called, I think it was like the Owl Club or something. And the night that we worked there, first, I get there ahead of the party, and I'm like, Oh fuck! There are three bullet holes, not BB holes, <laughs> bullet holes in the front door of this club. I'm like, this is not going to be a fun night. And then, like, we took a bunch of weapons. But at one point, <laughs> the cops come into the party because they're looking for a murder suspect that had shot someone like two blocks down the road. <laughs> oh my like, goodness! What the hell, man? This never happens to me. Well, just in Ogden. Ogden. <laughs> Ogden's changed a lot. I mean, it especially has. in the last 10 years, that whole area is completely redeveloped. and It's a uh, fun place. Yeah, I love it up it's, there. It's yeah. So is that where you still are living? No, I live in Layton now. So She made the move. She yeah, lives she in Layton. <laughs> <laughs> I made a really hard choice and went to a bountiful, suburb of Ogden. Exactly. <laughs> it's kind of Bountiful Junior, though. Layton is kind of where kind you want to be. But it's perfect because I'm halfway between Ogden and Salt Lake. So. You've got a nice NPS there in Layton, I discovered. <laughs> Oh, That's the one I was telling you by Mark and Brandy's oh, place. Yeah, I love MPS. We had a whole discussion about it. It was so funny because I saw all these people wearing like MPS clothes. It was like the workers like leaving for lunch or whatever. And all of a sudden, Chris goes, there's an MPS. I'm like, have you not seen 
literally all of the people wearing MPS gear. No. I don't look at people's clothes. I you just have, look to see if they're in the street. You'd have to pay attention. That's yeah. not, that's, yeah. I pay attention. I was the one driving. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> I pay attention to people's clothes. But I do, we do love our MPS around here for sure. <laughs> Especially the industrial one down. I feel like that one might be nicer and like, nicer MPS. It's in one building. It's like Christmas. It smells yeah. funny, but it's still like Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey's never been to an MPS. The look on his face. No, I was going to say, what is an NPS? It's like it's so, like DA you pay for. DA. Yeah. So um, <laughs> a store closes, or if like a semi truck, the the shipment's rejected. They can't take it to the store. NPS buys it all. It's yeah. kind of do you, so. It's you called NPS. Or is that NPS yeah. stand for what? It, it stands it for stands something. For something. You, you should Google <laughs> I'll, that. I'll shit. Google it up. No, it stands for something. It's like a cons- I don't know. So it's like, or like if a store goes right. out of business, they'll buy all of their leftover. Okay. Nice place to save. Similar. It nice literally place, says no nice way. place to save <laughs> yeah. for real. That's what it's. That can't be what it actually stands for. That's why they call it NPS. This whole time I thought it was like. National, National parcel, yes, same, something, same, same. Yeah, so the one in Salt Lake is kind of sad. There's like, on one side, well, there's like the grocery and clothing, and then you have to cross an actual for the industrial. It's a different store. NPS to industrial, yeah. Where's it at? It's um, twenty one. It's, it's right around twenty one hundred south, where all the the trucking, like, yeah. like in the middle of all the like industrial stuff. Sixteen hundred Empire Road <laughs> in Salt Lake City. It's like. You got to go there. Just, you just know, Google it and go. When you're driving on the freeway and you see the big uh, coffee kettle looking sign for the truck stop. Yep. Sap Brothers. Sap, Sap Brothers. Brothers. Yep. Yeah. Right there. Oh, okay. I know. So you yeah. go in. Yeah. It, it is like they buy the all the crap. The parking lot is from, like some of them are this way and some of them are this way. and Like scratch and dent office furniture and stuff like that. They'll buy it from whoever like is trying to get rid of it and then they'll resell it. So in the industrial side, you can get weights by the pound. So you can just go get like free like weights. Like actual, like either like weights that you put on like the bar dumbbells or like dumbbells or dumbbells. Really? Sometimes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's like yeah. <laughs> a free for all. Rugs. There's no desks, rhyme or reason. Washer and dryer. They used to sell material, but someone recently told us they don't do that anymore. Yeah. Lots of old, outdated electronics. Because last week's I think guest. you can buy bullets there, too. Can't you? <laughs> I, I have found bullets there. It just depends. Office depends on what supplies. They can get. So when you go tampons. into the Cheap grocery tampons. section, you can often find hard to find like snacks and stuff that are maybe expired by a month. Um, right. <laughs> so they have like, like all the Hispanic foods. Uh huh. Like. But the, like the, the bimbo and the everything. It's bimbo. I tell you that every freaking time. <laughs> it's bimbo. It's amazing. I don't. I don't know how you don't know about it. You have to go to NPS. Oh, you got to go to NPS. It's an experience on a Saturday afternoon. I think I w- they should be sponsoring this. Right. I mean, they they should. really should. <laughs> Someone needs to reach out. I really them. want to go to the Layton one though because it's in one building and I want yeah, to see what it's a, and it's a that, smaller that building. Savers, I mean, it's like, we push their stuff all the time. We talk about yeah. savers. Savers is great, man. All right, Steph. Um, NPS. We're going to go to NPS. Show me the ways. I, so I, the ways. I, you're from uh, Farmington area. So I was saying there used to be a Buku's there. Did you ever go to Buku's? It was a very no. similar situation. Oh, really? Um, no. Uh, we did stories on it. I work. My yeah. day job is uh, at uh, Fox 13 News. Oh, and that's we the did. best news. We love that news Thank station. You. Thank <laughs> you. No, we do. 
I appreciate that. Thanks for keeping me employed. <laughs> but uh, so I know all about it. I've never been in there. It sounded like a very cool concept, but it, it was the sound very same, su- su- sustainable. Though. It was what was cool was they had this giant wheel on the wall, and every day of the week the wheel would turn to a different color. So you would price your items by the color of their price tag and so like on a tuesday if the if the wheel was brown all the brown tags were like 40 percent that's off. saver savers does that every day do they yeah whatever color the tag is for that day it's like i had no idea 75 percent off so did I, it, does it rotate through the week they just tell you it's like they have a little oh, there's no see, wheel they just get the that. magic wheel. no it's just yeah because you walk in there's this giant wheel you walk like, in and like, on the rows it'll say <laughs> blue tags are 75 percent off that's wild. I've never noticed that. Yeah. I, I've been in Savers, but not enough to oh. notice. Yeah. Jeremy lives yeah. there. He, he used to go there like two I, or three I'm times a week. I'm guessing that like something that you're wearing is from there. <laughs> yeah. That shirt is not from there. Outlaw, it is. The no. Outlaw Distillery shirt? It is. What is that? Uh, what about Outlaw. the hoodie? A lot of times you get your hoodies from there, too. Oh, no. This one's... No, this one. That's an original. Is it, a, is it a Salt City? <laughs> Yeah, it is. Oh, it's one of my more questions. Okay. Uh, never mind. Now, we have gone so far off the rail here. <laughs> yeah, let's get back to We're beer. bargains. I know. You guys are chasing sponsorships. <laughs> I mean, that's a great idea. <laughs> we can't we do just, that. We just so, really love MPS, and anytime no one's heard of it, it, yeah. it blows my mind. So we got we to gotta, we gotta keep going a little bit Sometimes on our trail. Sometimes it's just what we do for entertainment. So you guys <laughs> both grew up here, go uh-huh. to high school here. So Steph, where'd you go to high school? I went to Leighton High. Leighton, and they're the... Lancers. Well, I knew that because yeah. they're Lancers Granger. like we were. Granger Lancers oh, too. Lancers. Apparently in Utah, we just double up Everybody on that stuff. <laughs> well, back then, <laughs> like they the were... wives. we got three Lancers. Which schools get one? Back then, they were so far apart, they didn't realize the other one was called the Lancers. But now that there's a freeway and internet. And we can all travel by car instead right. of horse did you guys, and buggy. Did you guys have a, a suit of armor in your freeway too? I believe we did, yes. Yeah. I wonder if they. It's standard issue when you create a school and you have the <laughs> mascot the Lancers, called the we have the one in the. They're like the federal government actually ships the suit of armor. So like, <laughs> so we went to Valley Junior High and the mascot is the Liger and we actually had Shasta, the, Shasta for a the while. Liger was in <gasps> you guys our. Did for real? Before they. That's amazing. Before they donated it to BYU because. Yeah. I'm guessing too many parents complained that there was a stuffed and or stuffed. I don't know. Anyway, Mike's, yeah, when we, Mike's regretting his decision to be on this podcast right now. <laughs> He's just like, He's no, I'm like, like, where's this going? Where's this going? So, <laughs> so yeah, so it was Shasta. We don't know. The same Liger referenced to in Napoleon Dynamite. Uh huh. That is the yeah. same. That's amazing. Like, but I'm yeah, then they don't. It's, right it's down to BYU. Pretty much the greatest uh, animal ever. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nicely done. Nicely done. <laughs> Sometimes they do that, and I don't even catch on because I absolutely hate that show. I've only seen it one point. It's so great. It's it is a show. great movie. So, what about you? Where did you uh, go to high school? Uh, Alta. Alta High. Oh, was, he's an East Sider. I, I have know. a story about Alta High. When I was in high school, so I grew up in Wyoming, and we would usually have one or two speech and debate tournaments. Yeah, I was one of those kids uh, where we would go out of state and we would go up to yeah, Idaho or we'd come down to Utah. You're one of those kids because it got you out of school. It got me out of the house. Actually, that was smart. Yeah, he didn't um, care about school. He didn't want to be at home. And uh, we, we went to a tournament at Alta once. I think it was my junior year of high school. And um, we were doing this really advanced like debate case strategy where you present like six, three, four, five, six cases all in one. And... Our first opponents at Alta High, I don't know where they were from, somewhere in Utah, literally started really? cry- literally started crying because <laughs> they did not know how to deal with someone presenting, Aww. you know, three different cases in eight minutes instead of one. They literally got up and cried. It was the crazy. That's my memory of Alta High throat. School. <laughs> 
So there you go. So they weren't from Alta. They were from another school. They Probably. Just it just happened Alta. to be at a tournament in Alta. And what, what was Alta's mascot? The Hawks. Eagles? The Hawks. The Hawks. I was close. You were close. The bird. Slightly it was a bird. better than Eagles. It was a bird. The I don't ju- know anybody else. It's one of the top three types they of birds. They usually know the mascot. I'm surprised that they don't. They, they'll usually just tell you what the mascot Alta's is. Alta's too hoity-toity for someone that went to Granger. So it's, right. <laughs> we were white trash. So it's weird because my girls always had bird mascots. Every every school that they've gone to, except for my daughter went to Dixie State for a couple of years. Yeah, but then she moved up to the U, which is... We got the racist mascot down there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so college, no, no yay or nay? No, uh, I, yes, I went to Weber State. Weber State. How about you? Uh... Briefly at the U. Briefly at the U. Nice. So, so then, Chris, briefly at the U. Yeah. <laughs> briefly I, at I the spent, U. And I spent a brief out. six years there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. So after college, so this is all going to make sense. Okay, we're after college. Uh, let's see, Mikey. Where'd you go after college? <laughs> do you re- do we remember where we kind of what, oh. what was your path, career path, whatever? So the reason I I didn't finish is because. I got a job in my field, TV, and I've been doing TV ever since for a long damn time. <laughs> hey, but that, so what did what did you do? What did you do at the time? And then, kind of, what are you doing now with TV? Uh, when I started working, uh-huh. uh, control room, videotape, which videotape, <laughs> videotape yeah. exists and is rarely used. But it's really not a thing in, in television anymore. It's all, you know, everything's all recorded on computers. And mm-hmm. But uh, I was basically paid to watch TV. You were paid to swap the tapes out when they needed to be? and Yep. I would. Uh, basically, I was in charge of putting the commercials in. Yeah. I was in charge of ruining your show for you. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, I mean, I remember because I remember going into the local studio and like, the local commercials that they would play over top of, you know, whatever the broadcast was. And you knew how they got messed up if you saw that. <laughs> yeah. And when you screw up, it's like everybody's mm-hmm. seeing it. Now, now it's not so bad because the electronic controlled stuff. However, right. now you're watching a show and you get seven commercials of the exact same thing in a row because they obviously don't have another sponsor. Oh. So it's a Cialis commercial over and over <laughs> and over. You watch too over. much CNN. <laughs> yeah. A lot of times you'll see. Nobody in there. Mm-hmm. It's just all the computer's all doing it all. And, you know, that's, you know, sometimes staffing, sometimes uh, you'll do it from other states. We, uh, at our station, we also, we not only did our station, you know, rolling our TV shows and everything, but we would also do them for a station in uh, Washington State mm. and another in uh, Florida. Hmm. Florida. Wow. <laughs> so it's, it's just bizarre. It's like it's hard to imagine something, you know, you think way back. You, you're running a TV station from another state? Mm-hmm. Yeah, back then. Well, and radio's very similar. My really good friend Tyson, who's been in radio forever and ever and ever, I remember uh, when he was in college and I'd go hang out at the uh, station with him, and he's swapping tapes for, like, everything and the songs, and they do the requests, calling for requests. He'd have to try to find the. Now it's all digital. In fact, half of it's not even run out of Utah anymore. It's all comes like from. Yep. More so, than half of it. Yeah, probably probably 90% of it now is coming out of somewhere else, New York, or I, I have no idea. Okay, Steph, how about you? 
Oh, you ready? Because I went all over the place. Uh, <laughs> I In college, I started working at a flower shop. So once I decided that I wasn't going to finish school because I couldn't, I suddenly did not want to teach elementary school anymore. That was my goal. <laughs> oh, lucky um, you. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I left school. I did get my associates and then I got some other things on top of it. But yeah, I, I stopped. And then, um, I became a florist and I did wedding flowers and, nice. um, then I needed health insurance. So I looked for a different job and I landed in a private doctor's office. And then I stayed there for 22 years. So, wow. um, yeah, I went from their front desk to their back office and ended up running the back and having a great time. And then he retired and I was lost. So, um, I sat in my garage and smoked some things and cried and <laughs> drank a lot of beer because I didn't know what to do with myself. And then, uh, Red Rock was hiring someone to sell beer in their beer store. And I was like, I could do that. So we were just so, at Red Rock a couple months yeah. ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I basically begged them to give me a job because he was like, you're, you're overqualified. We give this job to like 23 year olds. And uh, I was like, right, but I don't want to sit in my garage and smoke things and cry anymore. <laughs> so if you could just please give me a job. I'll I really... try and smoke things here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who I am anymore without my patience. Yeah. Um, so I worked there for a couple of years and then I met Mikey through the beer community and I ended up leaving Red Rock and now, um, I work in kombucha and I hang out with Mikey every Friday. So legal beer that doesn't taste very good. <laughs> it's non-alcoholic fermented tea. Some of it is. Some of it is not. They're the one where I work. I work at Hands and they, they are, as of right now, they are non-alcoholic, but we're hoping soon. That if they put alcohol change. in it, then I might consider drinking it. Uh, I, okay, so I have to say this. I hated kombucha with a passion. I thought it was the grossest thing. So I've if you ever drink tasted. enough of it forcefully. Nope. Uh, no. Nope. Cause I still hate most of it, but theirs is really good. So you have to give so it a find try. The right one. You have yes. to find the right one. Yeah. I have not found the right ones. And I'm not, I, hey, that's a lot like beer though. There's plenty of beer that's not good. Oh, that's true. There's plenty of beer that's, that's absolute true. garbage. <laughs> There's like a lot of beer that's Okay, so good. back to Mikey. How do we get to beer? <laughs> well, you started a beer blog too, right? Like before yes. this. So, uh, My wife bought me a, uh, not long after we'd gotten married, she bought me a, a homebrew kit because uh, I'd always been a, a lover of, of craft beer. Bought me a Mr. Beer, you know, it's your, it's your yeah. basic, oh, basic, the basic. Keg of the, I know, yeah. Oh, we had one of those in our <laughs> yeah, college dorm room. And, you know, brewed up my first batch and, uh, threw it back and went, wow, this really sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. But I, I made it and I'm going to drink all of it I'm and gonna I'm going to try it again and it's going to be better. And I was like, I'll be damned. This turned out okay. <laughs> this, you know, because I made a porter. Mm -hmm. And if you've ever homebrewed, you know porters are bulletproof. You really have to be screwing up if you're making mm -hmm. a porter and it doesn't do it. Anyway. It's like cooking a ham. You really have to fuck up, <laughs> fuck up a pre ham. Like. So I started homebrewing. I started uh, working on my palate and figuring out why things were tasting crappy and why things were tasting good. And then I would uh, go out into the world and experiment and try stuff. And why is this working? Why is this not working? And through travel, I would find when people would say, where are you from? Uh, I'm from Utah. I'm from Salt Lake. And they're like, oh, oh, you poor thing. <laughs> Bless your heart. Bless, Bless your heart. heart. <laughs> 
you have no beer out there. And I'm like, actually, we do. We, we have, have some really good beer. beer. Yeah. It's one of the things about Utah that we talk about a lot. Because of our weird laws over the years, like, we've got a lot of really good brewers in this state. Yeah. yeah. People had to be creative. So You had to be good because yeah. you had you had a handicap you had to work with which was you know you, this is this is your ceiling you can't go above it and to make beers to taste as close as they can to style at those low alcohol levels uh, you couldn't hide any flaws mm-hmm. and that's one of the things i would try to convince people in and out of state is you were, we're making really good beer our breweries are making all kinds of uh, – they're, they're winning awards. They're getting accolades. And uh, I put it out there in, in the age of blogs, when blogs were, were the thing, when social media didn't exist. And uh, that was 2005. Yeah, as I said, that was like 15, 20 years ago now, right? And 2005 was like two years ago, right? <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> yeah, it feels like, like it, right? But it was um, – what are those things of like? If you can do it, you got to do it. You got to commit. You know, give it a year, and it got better every year. More people would would get on board, and to the point where I was making meeting friends. Uh, we were getting our bottles together, and we'd meet once or twice a month at somebody's house, and we'd have you know uh, tastings. We'd have you know sensory. We'd get some of the rare stuff we found from all over the country, all over the world. And it just, the community decided, you know, just grew and grew. And um, eventually, uh, some others started knocking. Uh, Slug Magazine hooked me up and I uh, wrote for them for a couple of years. Uh, then City Weekly, where I am, I'm still... Uh, we love those guys. We're a fan. Penning for those guys, doing the Beer Nerd column. And then when uh, Brad came knocking and we would have some awards and step up. Thank you guys. That makes us official. That's a good rag. (laughs) CW. I'm all over it. We like those guys. So, yeah. So it's uh, kind of a long story, but yeah, through my therapy all the way to here (laughs) and working in some, you know, judging some competitions here and there and. Just working on, uh, you know, just taking this uh, cultural beverage that was a necessity for many, which is now a luxury for us, trying to, uh, you know, bring it back down to uh, just something fun, something fun to enjoy. Mikey's history is much more official than mine. I just kind of show up places. I mean, to be fair, we we all we all just show up places too. It just looks more official because you know, we've been doing this for six years. As 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 a as a a, a Gen Gen Xer person uh, dealing with my my poor Gen Z children, um, <laughs> it's it's rough out there. It 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 wasn't. It's not like like I've had five five jobs my whole life and I'm 47 and that's from like 16. Like that's counting like the job that I worked when I worked with my dad and then I worked like 18 years someplace, you know, and now I'm working on 10 years at the place I'm at. Like when I grew up, you went someplace and and there was some longevity there. And now with like, with my kids, I just see it. They're just like, 
like I can't make it on this pay. I got to go somewhere that's going to pay more. I got to go somewhere that's going to do the bills. Like, you know, I, I got to make it work some other way. Um, it's just, it's just a different world. I, I wouldn't know. say that it's necessarily, uh, <laughs> my, my grandpa got back from world war two. He was in the Navy for world war two, Pocatello, Idaho, tiny little Pocatello, Idaho. Uh, he gets a job at Simplot low unloading trains. Um, he retired from there at 65 as the head machinist, mm-hmm. but that was back in the day when you got a job and you stayed there forever. Yeah. And you worked your way up the company and you built for retirement and he got the gold watch and the, I don't know, whatever payout. And that doesn't exist anymore. No, I mean, I only left my medical job because my boss retired and sold the clinic. I was going to, I would have stayed there forever. And now I'm so glad that he didn't because now I just hang out and drink beer. And say so you want another medical job? <laughs> nope. I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> That's the field, Chris is in. I love it. I love it. I did love it, and I miss it. I miss working with patients. But I've said um, many times, like, serving beer is very much like taking care of patients. So Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's what I should tell my daughter she should get into. She's a CNA right now. Bartenders and hairstylists. She works for uh, the MICU, and she's just like, Mom, that's the most stressful job ever, taking care of people that are dying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So she's like, she's, she's trying to decide what she wants to do right now. So I'd be remiss not to ask, um, what is your favorite type of beer, each of you? <laughs> What's yours? Uh, my, I won't cop out, but my standard answer is the one in front of me. It's <laughs> a good answer. But um, we'll say American Pale Ales. I'm just so glad you didn't say IPAs. IPAs are okay. They have their place. But all of the 20-something hipsters with their quadruple IPA. Why? Quadruple it's horrible. Hops, so. well, now I have to change my answer. Oh, sorry. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> like, I like Nosh, Hazy. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with an IPA, but it was like at Red Rock. Man, what's his name? Loves the IPAs. What was the our guy that gave the tour guide? Super nice guy, kind of longer hair. I don't remember people's names. At Red Rock. Wait. That was a long time ago. Oh, I that was, ago. It was like three months ago. <laughs> no, it was not. It was when it was hot outside. Was that one of the pubs? When it, or? No, no, it was at the store. The one that's on at the bar. Oh. The one that's by the... Are you talking about one of the brewers? Or? No. No. Oh, what's his name? He's over the PR. It. We'll find it. Oh, Michael. Drews. Yes. Michael Drews. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Amazing guy. He knows everything there is to know about Red Rock and beer. He was super amazing, but he really likes the IPAs. Yeah. Uh, episode 315, great, but, if people um, are interested. No, I, yeah. I, that's funny, Mikey, cause you always, you know what my favorite style of beer is, what but is I don't favorite? think that I've asked you what yours was till now. Till they did. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know. Did you say, Steph? I'm sorry, did I cut you off? No, no you? you're good. Mine, I love loggers. Loggers. Logger. I'm a lager. I think lover. I'm a half Pfizer. So is Bohemian your favorite local brewer? Me? Yeah. <laughs> is what? Uh, no, actually. I mean, they're great. I love that place. I honestly don't have a favorite brewery, I don't think. They're, it depends, it depends on my mood, but, and I do like most styles of beers depending on my mood, but my go-to is usually a lager. Um, there are she actually, likes your crispy boy. Yeah, I do. I love a good crispy boy. I, so. I absolutely love Bohemian. Love I'll tell it. anyone it's my favorite brewery locally. Bohemian's one of my favorites, but uh, it's because uh, I'm I'm similar. I really love lagers. So. Yeah, but, but which food. one do you like? What's your favorite boho, boho beer? Of uh, Viennese. That's my favorite. That's of my go-to too. for theirs. I really like Cerveza actually quite a bit. Mm. And and speaking <laughs> of local brewers, that was a brewery competition winner oh, yeah. for them. Cerveza. 
It's so, so their good. their cerveza is from a brew competition they had in like five six. Years the irony ago. of naming a beer, beer. Beer. That's great. <laughs> That's great. I love it. What you gonna name this beer? Beer. But I love it because they've spelled it Sir. Yeah. Yeah. It's with so the, good. With the skull. With the little it, skull yeah. on it. Yeah. So we. <laughs> When we met with them, yeah, they they told the whole story behind that, so that's pretty cool. And it's a it's a brewery with such a storied past. Oh yeah, and, uh, you know the whole Czech immigrant Joe Petras yeah. coming in and just reinventing the wheel for you know Salt Lake and and taking this you know this this place that had been multiple failed breweries, and he was able to I just pull it all together. Take what he'd learned over at Pilsner Urkel mm-hmm. uh, back in his homeland, and and we're all the better for it. I think. Oh, I think oh, so too. Sure. They, and they have just the right combination because the food's amazing. The food is. Am- I love brunch there. The the beer, cheese, and pretzel. I mean, well, I mean everything there, but that's one of my favorite. But the food is amazing. The beer is amazing, and it's cozy AF it, in there. And there's is. Vespas all over the second floor. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> We just had his birthday. My preference is up on the second floor. They'll seat me up there. I like that. Um, But so yeah, so you've over the years tried a bunch of different beers uh, and and featured them. I mean, you've been doing the blog for almost twenty years, like eighteen years now. So, of all of that time, what's been like your favorite beer? Hardest question. <laughs> you can yeah, say it. it's, it's not going to make anyone mad. No, it's hard to choose one. I mean, I I can't I can I can truthfully say, and yeah, I, no, I still drink it, and it's still I don't drink it as often as I did, but when I do have it, I'm like, yep, I know why. This is why I always started with this beer, and it was Cutthroat. Cutthroat. It's a good. It's a good beer. It's a good beer. It's a solid beer. It's, I like. I like the Wasatch. I like their flavor, the the apricot, mm-hmm. the apricot half, and then the the blues, the blueberry, which actually used to be the bluesberry for the bar. What Iggy's? Iggy's. So they made it only for Iggy's, uh, but when Iggy's closed, they took that since it wasn't tied to them anymore, and then they they branded right. it, and you can get it anywhere. Those are some of my go tos. Those are my summertime. I love them. Have yeah. you tried the brew that Red Rock did for Harmons? The, Which one? The the, the 365. Oh yes. yeah, because if you're a lager fan, <laughs> that's a amazing. Beer. Those Harmon's beers are great beers. So. I still say my favorite beer that any local brewer has created to date. You went to did a small batch of their 801 Pilsner with uh, Publix cold brew. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. so yeah. spectacular. I'm so mad they have never done that again because it is. It was hands down the best beer. That was probably ever. five, six years ago. Now, yeah, something and it's like a perfect tailgate. Longer ago, perfect tailgating beer. Hmm. Because it was when we were tailgating, and we haven't. <laughs> tailgated <for a> while. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, for a niche beer, and I agree, it was a wonderful coffee infused lager. Uinta has gotten so huge, though. I know, and they yeah. make beer on such a huge scale. It's I can see where that's difficult to make. Uh, Specialty beers like yeah, and that's why you got to start looking at uh, you know like, the smaller places like Tal- I love Talisman up in Ogden. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Talisman, so, those guys are amazing. So we had them on when they very first opened or or just after opening. And I don't know if you've met with them or yeah. talked to them. Both retired Air Force. Dusty and uh, Joanne. Yeah, yeah. And I, I remember talking to him and, and kind of the same basic conversation we're having. And it's like, well, how did you get into beer? And they're like, well, 
we had just uh, done our time in the Air Force and retired. And we we're like, what are we going to do? And he's like, well, I really like beer. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, well, let's start a brewery. And I feel like that's a fairly common tale in the craft beer yeah. community. I so. wish I had that enthusiasm, but. <laughs> Have you ever had it's like, any? It's like getting a boat. It's like, I don't need to get a boat. You get a boat <laughs> and I can use it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Cause I, then I don't have to worry about like knowing all about the boat or taking care right, of the boat. Right. You just get exactly. the fun parts of the boat. Because the boat stands for bust out another thousand. Exactly. I show up with gas money and yep. we go for yeah. a ride. Cooler full of beer. Same with a bar. I don't yeah. need to own a bar. You just got to show up with some cash. Show up with some cash and you take me for a ride. Right. So Same I'll, with the, okay. uh, like a, a timeshare. We have some friends that have a boat and a timeshare. And we oh, get a gift every friend. year. And yeah, we get a gift of the timeshare to wherever we want to go that has it. And, and we get to go out on their boat when we want to. And So of our, our local breweries, what are some of your favorites and why? Uh, do you want to start with this one? Or, since I was That's just, a hard staff. one. Uh, that is a hard question. I could probably tell you my favorite beer at every local brewery, but I don't know that I could tell you my a, a favorite. favorite. Like 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 Fisher, for example. Um, They've got an amazing space. Yeah, I love Fisher. Their uh, what is their Citra beer called? Why can't I think of it? Citra Bomb Tom. Yep, the Citra Bomb. Yeah, love the Citra Bomb there. Um, they also had a Golden Road Brett Golden Road Brett beer. I don't think they have it now. That huh. was. was Freaking delicious. It might be similar to the one they just released with their anniversary party Saturday. They, it was, I think they released it for St. Pat, around St. Patrick's Day. So maybe I'll have to, well, maybe. That's coming just, up. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, I could, like I said, I could tell you my favorite beer at each brewery, but I don't think, I mean, TF has a great patio, so. I guess. They've got some really good stuff. <laughs> their beer is amazing. I, I really like their seasonal stuff. The, yeah. the, what they put out around the holidays, they've got some really good seasonal stuff. Uh, they have they have a lot of great beers. It's hard to go in and... There's a lot of places I'll go and just have the same beer each time because it's something I love. But when, when I go to TF, I usually end up drinking... Trying something different. Yeah. How about uh, Roosters? Um, I'm a bee's knees honey wheat girl. <laughs> I got some up in the fridge right now. That's probably my favorite of theirs, the bee's knees. Yeah. It's the bee's knees. Come on. Okay, Mikey, back to you. Uh, I'm probably going to shock some people, but Hoppers. Hoppers doesn't exist anymore. Oh, so sad. Nope, they do. They do. <laughs> They're just in transition. Their new brewery is located on uh, Ninth East and 200 West in Salt Lake City. Uh, we had them on a month or two Method, ago. Yeah. Wait, it can't be on Ninth Our- East and 200 West. That's impossible. Yeah, that's- East and West. I yeah. mean, I mean, uh, <laughs> second Ninth, South, Ninth South, 200 West. Oh, okay, oh. okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, my my brain was like, wait, where is that? Wait, at? wait what happened? I wait, what? what? Living in Utah. So they're oh. drinking. So they're all by, by Fisher then. I'm sorry? So they're kind of by Fisher? Uh, um, yeah. Is so, it just a brewery? Are they opening up a gastropub as so well? So it'll be a production brewery with a pub. And um, this was uh, already discussed, so uh, safe to talk about it. I think, I think so. Uh, they're building a new uh, restaurant, New Hoppers, oh, nice. on Main Street in Salt Lake. I know where we're going to start going for Jeremy's birthdays again. I love Hoppers. <laughs> Back in the day when they would do the flights, I would go there. When you get, could do the full flights? Get the full flights. We would, we would get those for my birthday. And it was amazing 
for those who don't know, a flight is basically a sampler of everything. But but you could start light to dark, dark to light, and then find the one you want, and then Why get. Why would you do dark to light? Because you're an insane person. I like to just mix them up, go back and forth, throw in a sour. So, so they their flights. I, I love yeah. getting their flights. Anyway, so back to Hogwarts. I mean, I know so, like this much about beer because I don't really like it, and I know that. So anyway, Hoppers is not dead. Uh, they're actually going to be exploding here in twenty Shortly. probably this, I'm this year. I'm excited. I'm excited. So awesome. the main, so the downtown Main Street restaurant, and there's going to be another one in the south part of the valley. And uh, I don't know if they've announced that location yet i but, don't think so I don't um but hoppers is hoppers is alive and probably be brewing hopefully by late spring are they going to continue amazing. to make or make again because they haven't been brewing for a while are they going to make root beer again because i love microbrewed root beer and there is basically no one that makes it anymore um because nobody likes to make it. Red Rock makes it. It's so good, though. <laughs> Does Red Rock it's, have one? Mm-hmm. The pie claims to make it, but I don't think they do anymore. They're really um, just buying it. They, nev- they never have <laughs> it. So. You know, I won't say they wouldn't. I If, if there's a demand for it, they obviously will. Um, they uh, Donovan Steele, the head brewer there, is a very talented guy. He has... The reason I say that this they're the, the best brewery and people are probably rolling their eyes and... And if you're doing that, you've probably never even been in there. But everything that Donovan has put together is technically uh, to style. And even when he's getting inventive, uh, it's interesting. And he's done a lot in the high point world, too, mm-hmm. that nobody's really had a chance to try because I, you have to it's, go it's, there. It's, it's Hoppers. Yeah. And it was down in Midvale, and mm-hmm. nobody went to Midvale for beer except for maybe Bohemian. And nobody would ever go up, you know, further east like that. Uh, some people would think it was a chain place. Uh, you know, it was its own standalone. It had a very chain-ish feel to it. <laughs> I don't know. That is a Utah thing, by the way. The For some reason, uh, a lot of local restaurateurs in particular, when they build out their restaurant, they give it this very, like, chain feel because they feel like that's what's going to draw people like in. like familiarity. Yeah, it's really weird because in a lot of other places you go, you know, you go to these places that are clearly local and it's amazing and mm-hmm. it's just local. But here, you t- they get, like, they built, like, these... Nice giant signs, and the inside looks like it's a franchise place, and it's like that's not what I want. Like, yeah, they fill it with the the traditional the, the knickknacks, yeah, tchotchkes, yeah, and it's shenanigans, <laughs> the uh, flare, it, I, I wall flare, the flare. I don't think you have enough flare on today. <laughs> yeah. You want me to have fifteen pieces of flare? Say, I thought Iggy's was like that. Very much so. For a, and it was it was kind of a local chain, but it didn't need to be. So over the so top. cookie cutter. The flag yeah. matters. Baseball. Fridays times Sports three. And, yeah. yeah. It seemed a little too. We're trying too hard. Yeah. yeah. Well, now it's Legends. At least the one in. Yeah, South, the one in Salt Lake um, is uh, We went there once. and Well, we went there because I thought of it. Iggy's, they had switched and I didn't know it. We went there to go to Iggy's and it was Legends. It's not as good. So we're like, well, we're here. And, yeah, it was, the one in Layton is a sushi place now, I think. Mm. So. I like sushi. I like sushi, too. I don't, like, I, love I don't like beer, but I like sushi. Yeah, Hoppers, Hoppers is, is great. Has always been one of my all-time favorite locals. I was so sad when they closed, but I'm very happy to hear they're yeah. coming back again. 
happy early birthday or late birthday. <laughs> do you, Mikey did that just for you. Mikey, you. do you still do you still do any of your own home brewing at all? No. Yeah. I just, just out of that. I have so much beer stacked up at home I can't make more beer and pile it on. Is your wife like if you bring any more beer home? <laughs> we both yeah. have a beer collection uh, problem. We have yes, we're giving it away as often as we can. <laughs> I think that we've given beer and back not, and forth. It's not because we don't like it. It's just... You can't drink it all. just can't. It's just impossible. Well, I, I have a really good system when I get beer I don't like. I bring it over here. <laughs> to like that shitty, like... So they bring it over here, they put it in our cooler, and then they then just they leave. Home. And then when we empty it the cooler, we're like, where did the where so, shit come it's from? It's never great beer that's left either. All the good as stuff. As long as gone. you do that anonymously, because I can't bring crappy beer yeah. to a place. Well, and he does <laughs> it's not intentionally crappy. It's usually because we're just trying different. Beers. I like to try different things. Gotcha. So I'll see new stuff or something we haven't tried before, and and I'll get it. And it's hit and miss. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes that's it's right. not. That lemon summer shanty garbage. That lemon summer shanty you that we tried. Nope, I love summer shanty. No, the Lunen Kagan's like <laughs> yeah, lemon. The lemon oh. and at Christmas oh. they do like a cranberry ginger it, one, yeah, and they the they, lemon one tasted like you floor use cleaner it to make uh, beer mosas. <laughs> lemon pineapple pine- so, so. beer huh? Yeah, the, or we used to call them mountain mimosas. Cause I will certainly camping. never make that <laughs> attempt because I'm not paying them for that garbage. <laughs> I love the shanty. It's so funny. gross. <laughs> so yeah, no, I, I I admit I. I really kind of enjoy a blue moon with a little OJ. <laughs> oh, I know. I like a blue moon. I like blue moon, and I thought it was. They just like, don't like. Yeah, them. this is the best, Jeremy. <laughs> for Jeremy years, like, I Jeremy, love this craft beer. Jerry's like this craft beer is so good, and he brings over blue moon. I'm like, dude, that ain't craft beer. I'm like, you know, Coors owns that, right? And he's like, what? I'm crushed like, my world. Oh yeah, <laughs> just gotta. Go up to the go up to their brewery and take the tour, and you can they have make, some. They make that in Denver, you know that, right? Like. <laughs> At one time, it was small craft brew. I still like it. That's and okay. You, and you, you should. Can. Yeah. Because yeah. I, okay. I've kind of, I've been to that, uh, that douchebag place uh-huh. where I am just such a self-important prick. And I looked in the mirror and said, I don't like that guy. You can't be that guy anymore. And it, Unless you drink Natty Daddy. <laughs> well, I haven't tried it yet, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to say no. But you know, I was, well, I, was thing. You know, I, I was out with my brother-in-law. We were having a beer, and we were at a jazz game. And he and uh, I had brought a couple of, uh, I think probably squatters beers, and and we're drinking on those. And he it was his turn to go get some beer, and he comes back, and he came back with a couple of natties, I think. And I was drinking them, but I was a complete dick about it. And I was just like, Oh my god, I can't believe I'm drinking this. Oh my god. <laughs> And if it's not made out of beard yeast, I'm not drinking it. He just kind of looks at me like, God, you're just insufferable ass. And I'm just like, he said it a little jokingly, but just enough truth to make me go. Knock you off your pedestal. Yeah. And I was like, God, I'm such a dick. And then I started reworking. I watched a couple documentaries on, on uh, big corporate beer. And I'm like, it's really not easy to dial in at that level. At that yeah. level. Millions of decaliters of beer around the world and make it taste all the same. Exactly and the same. Well, and like, especially to to like make it that big and to make it so universally liked. Yeah, I think that all craft beer nerds, we should all be required to wear a badge of our favorite 
like non- crap beer. Because I would be, I would be sporting all the Pabst Blue Ribbon. I was gonna say so, that's what my grandfather drank. So when we go to the pie, the pie pizza, I love to have Pabst yeah. with, with my pizza. Uh, I drank a Coors Light the other night for the first I'm a time Cor- in I'm years, a Coors Light and fan. I was like, I could, I could drink so, eight of these. And then- so Miller Light that's what I grew up on, yeah. yeah Coors is Miller Light comes from Texas. Miller Light's brewed in Texas, and I have family in Texas. So when I go to Texas, that's what. We end up having a lot of Miller Lite, and I've actually gotten to where I'm like, you know what? I it's not. That. We we drink Coors because Bush got like Bud Light got bought by the Germans when <laughs> Anheuser got bought by the Germans, so we switched, and I just drink Coors because it's American. Listen, on the boat, not. not my boat, but on the boat in the summer, <laughs> I like a good Bud Light with lime. Not gonna lie, it's like the great is, uh, somebody else's uh, boat. Chris, uh, out Chris, Chris drinks the seltzers. Oh, I oh. love hard seltzers. Oh, I see. I absolutely love <laughs> hard like seltzers. The, the I'm not even ashamed of it. Bud Light seltzers? All of them. So at the stadium matter. at Rio Tinto, they don't really have a whole lot that you can like drink from. And so like he tried one one time and he's like, this is good. I like, like it cherry. in summertime. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. That's the one I, he gets. I actually prefer like like the flavors of like press hard seltzers and press stuff. Because I really like, I like hard seltzers like even just by themselves. <laughs> I really enjoy <laughs> the slightly flavored so carbonated water. <laughs> I but, love it. Yeah, I like the hard My seltzers. My daughters really like it when they come over because they would rather have a hard seltzer. So, well. And I like all the commercials with Post Malone. I love those commercials. Because <laughs> well, he's local. Right? Well, he's so, in the store. Yeah. Should, I, should I get a Bud Light? Or should I get a Bud with Lime? And then, then they're telling him to smile. And then it, the, the Bud I Light have no idea what you're talking about. Who disgusting. watches commercials? I was just thinking that. I'm like, you know so much about commercials. I don't <laughs> Mike, Mike thanks you, by the way. He definitely thanks you. Commercials help pay his, uh, his right. bills, you know? The TV commercials, yeah. for sure. This yeah. is what I do. Oh, there's a commercial. <laughs> All right, so let's try to get back on track somewhere. So, again. So <laughs> some, somebody comes for, to Utah from out of town. They've never been to Utah before. They want some recommendations on beer. Steph, what do you tell them? Um, I want to know what kind of beer they want, usually, actually. Um, if they don't, if they're just like, well, I just like every beer, then... Okay, so so I'll I'll, I'll be Mister okay. X for you. I really like Guinness. What can you tell me, Perry? Oh, well, then you should probably just go back home. <laughs> <laughs> go back to Ireland. <laughs> Guinness no. is delicious. <laughs> oh no, no, I don't. You know, is that too, is that was that one too too big of a curveball? Even yeah, I can't even think of where to send I somebody. Like, Red thing. Rock. I'd send them to Red Rock for Guinness. Yeah, because Red Rock has some really good dark beers. I Mikey? gotta say, their, their nitro stout is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Red, Red Rock does, I mean. I would also recommend, uh, uh, Latter day Stout from Desert Edge. Oh. Oh, Desert yeah. Edge. Okay, so we'll, we'll give you the, I like right, any beer, I'm fine with ball. whatever. What okay. would you suggest? Um, if you're going to be in Salt Lake and you're going to actually go to Grid City because it's fun to get a nitro flight from there because nitro beers are fun. And then go to TF and hang out on their patio because they have a beautiful patio. Um, head to Keto's because oh, yeah, they blend their beers a little bit and it's kind of fun to have their beer tender tell you what would be a fun blend. Get some good coffee cream ale. Yep, there you go. Um, have them mix it with the coconut. Keto's has that. Is that cranberry? What is it? The- blackberry sour. Yeah, the blackberry sour. They're barrel aged blackberry sour. When they have it, it is. That's my favorite beer of theirs, actually, is their barrel-aged blackberry sour. But yeah, if you mix the coconut cream and the coffee cream ale, delicious. Uh, yeah, what else? Okay, Mikey, yeah, so same thing. <laughs> Someone comes to Utah and never been here before. Any kind of beer, but what would you suggest? Where would you send them? 
Um, I think I think TF's got a strong game mm-hmm. all around. They you're into loggers. They've also they've got a bunch of loggers on. They do a lot of pails. Their IPA game is strong. They've got a good. They usually have a good Berliner Weiss on tap. Uh, Epic yeah. is the same way. Epic has got a wide variety of. I mean, everybody does. You, they're just styles that you that you tend to. Epic is cool because you can try high point beers without having to buy an entire high point beer. Oh, that's true. Yeah, decanting has been uh, was one thing that was saving uh, a lot of local breweries that made a lot of high point beer because especially before before cans became popular everybody was making in 22 ounce bombers which is a nice profitable package that uh, people seem to enjoy but if you're by yourself and you're mm-hmm. at the pub <laughs> and you know Twelve percent Big Bad Baptist in a twenty-two ounce bottle for one person is like. I'm not even going to no. make it to the parking lot. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm just going to lay down right yeah. here. But yeah, but if you go there, I'm just going to call my Uber before I start drinking right? this because I'm on my bubble too. Exactly. I won't remember my address. I won't know anything anymore. <laughs> so have you guys been like? <clears throat> we've still we still have to make a trip down there, but like Strap Tank, way down south. Have you guys been way down, down there? You guys, it's not that far. It is far. <laughs> It's like Spanish What Fork. is it, like 20, 30 minutes? There's also one in it's, Lehigh. Oh, they have a, a location in Lehigh uh-huh. now? Because the Spanish Fork location, it's like 45 minutes from here, at least. Okay, so I have not been to... I've only been to the one of the Plains of the Mountains, so, and it's not that far. Like, no, that's not that far. And yeah, Strap Tanks, it's a fun place. It's a That building's great, actually. So, very cool. Yeah, very cool places. Building. We were talking about how some places can kind of look like they're chains. Lehigh is very extravagantly decorated with antiques. Have you ever watched um, uh, American Pickers? Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Pretty much it exploded most, in there. It 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 it's is like a merry-go-round on the ceiling. <laughs> uh, the own uh, the owner of Strap Tank, uh, he's been on American Pickers because he's a very good customer, and most of his uh, breweries are decorated with some stuff that he, they acquired through those guys. However, the uh, Springvale location is a museum to motorcycle motorcycles. Museum. Oh. There is literally a motorcycle museum next door. Oh, that's awesome! I'll see that could be an adventure. It is. It's worth the trip because you go down and you check out the beer, and if you like motorcycles at all, and even if you sort of like motorcycles, you'll just be blown away by the uh, world. Uh, famous collection that they have over there. Oh, that's cool. That's and then fun. if we wanted, we could stop at Marley's Harley's and see their cool, like, repair shop. There you go. It's kind of like Salt Flats, how the owner of Salt Flats is into cars. Oh, yeah. yeah. So all those cars at Salt Flats are his and or part of his car. Like rotating yeah. collection. Collection. Group. He's got, yeah, he's, he's got a lot of cars. <laughs> These guys who... Uh, I, you can, you can make some money in, in craft beer. These guys made their money first. Right. And then... And then got into craft beer. Right. <laughs> well, like the Salt Flats guys, because we, we had those guys on a few years ago, like... Kind of right after they opened. He started making he started making beer just for his restaurants. Yeah. Because he wanted to make his own beer. Well, well, he was having a hard time selling it at the liquor store, so he was like, well, I'm just going to start my own restaurant. So yeah. he started Toscano's and Garage Grill, so he could sell his own beer. <laughs> Smart. But he started the brewery <laughs> because he liked beer. 
right? But the cars is, is, well, that's where he's made all his money. Yeah. The no. beer is just an afterthought, and the restaurants are just a bonus. How would that be? <laughs> so be nice. What uh, what would you guys tell someone about like the the radio show Beard Nerd Radio? Like, what are yeah, they going to get when they they pimp that a listen bit. to the radio show? They're going to get Mikey's vast knowledge of beer, and I'm not being sarcastic. Mikey has the greatest beer brain. Usually, when I say beer brain, that's not a good thing. Sorry, now that I <laughs> it's not like beer goggles. I, we also have I have beer brain, but my beer brain is is the more traditional brain. sense. Exactly, <laughs> it's not like Mikey's beer brain. So yeah, you're gonna uh, get all Mikey's expertise. If, if, if I'm the blowhard, uh, Steph keeps me grounded. We're very much on the same page, but but I have but, beer brain. <laughs> but she comes from a different sensibility. Mm-hmm. Where, where there's no sense. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of Mikey going, let's get back on track here. Because <laughs> no, there's, you know, I, you know, if you ever listen to any of our, you know, our, uh, our, uh, recordings, you know, sometimes I can just, I can just get into somebody. I don't like, oh man, remember when this happened? And oh my God. And yeah, sometimes I look over and you know, Steph can start to glaze for a little bit. And I'm like, bring us, bring us back that, down, Steph. Raise our Steph. Chris and I are going on with the guest about who knows what. And Breeze wants to well, know sometimes that. Sometimes they just start interviewing themselves. Yeah. <laughs> and she can pull a question to bring everybody back down. I usually just compare something to something completely random. I think we talked about Chips and Eric Estrada recently. (laughs) So, because there was, because we were talking about Strata hops Uh, and I was like, let's talk about Chips and Eric Estrada. (laughs) So who made that beer? Uh, Where did we go have Somebody made a, a Somebody, it's TF has an, Eric Estrada beer. (laughs) Was that, was it TF's beer? Yeah. Was it theirs that we were talking? I don't even know. (laughs) They were like eight beers in at that point. It's, it's, okay. I, it's sometimes it's rough. Uh, so, so when you guys, uh, when you get, I don't know what I was going to fucking say. This, too, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I try to write stuff down. When we're talking about before. chips. Well, he, just, he just got interested and forgot he was producing a podcast for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I really we just like him. exactly Our just jumped out of my mind. Made. It's awesome. <laughs> I always like throwing someone off track. Yep. Oh, there, yeah, I, I remember now. So when you guys, when you guys, um, do talk to, you know, you talk to a lot of local brewers and stuff like that. Do you talk to very many home brewers? We've done home brewers. Yeah, we did, uh, uh, Latter, Latter uh Day Tim Saints. from, uh, or Latter Day Latter, Brewers. Latter Day Brewers. Latter Day Brewers. Yeah. I missed that one. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. My brain went to the original name things, but yeah. Uh, yeah, not just home brewers. Uh, we've talked to the uh, Utah Brewers Guild. I mean, we mm-hmm. were trying we... to get through uh, Pink Boot Society. The and... Sol- or the malt, our malt genius, our Jimmy malt Weed. Guys. We did the hop. We did hops two weeks From ago. From Roy Hop Farms in Washington. That was awesome. Oh, wow. Oh, that's nice. cool. That's yeah, great. that was a fun episode. So, He's it's, it's nice to get hilarious. into. All the you, know, you can talk to somebody who makes beer and uh, you can... Uh, Dig into somebody's personality, obviously, and 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 pull all the and pull the good stories out, uh, and and those are great episodes. Getting behind the scenes and learning about malting, right? And you know, there's a malting uh, plant in Utah, the only one. It's small craft. You it can you can go you hand. can go help him floor malt. You know, yeah. if you give him a call, wow. just because 
He would love the help. Yeah. I was like, can I come over and rake things? He's like, yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do that. You guys yeah, should. So. He's, James is an amazing guy. I, mean, I would that's... recommend having James Weed on. Yeah. He's hilarious. And the kid is a super genius. Yeah. His brain goes a million miles an hour. So he's incredibly smart. So there's, but uh, funny. I, I asked a little bit about home brewing because a lot of, so a lot of our, uh, you know, brewers, you know, they go out to competitions all the time. A lot of times they go out to competitions with stuff that home brewers have created. Yeah. Uh, like, and like the surveys that we talked about. Yeah. The yeah. surveys that was a competition winner. Or Baba. Um, Baba. Yeah, Baba. Pro-Am. Also. Pro-Am competitions are a wonderful idea. Yeah. And they, great. and they produce some, some excellent stuff. Speaking of one, there's going to be one at the RSL. Uh, oh yeah. Home game. opener. Um, 18th. It was kind of back last year, but. So every year, one of the supporters group, uh, the first home game of the season does uh, homebrew, uh, section 26. It's section 26. Um, does a homebrew competition. Uh, and it had gotten to a point, they've been doing it since we've been at Rio Tinto. Uh, and it had gotten to the point where, like, right before COVID, the, the home game, the first home game before COVID happened, um, there was, I mean, there was, ton of brewers and it's it's like the serious home brewers that like yeah. bring their own like serious like system some of them nitro charge in the parking lot um but then they kind of threw one together at the end of last season because we hadn't been able to do it for a couple of years and it was back to like really small like home brewers that make like real small batches but i have a feeling this this year here in a couple of weeks we're going to be back to some of the bigger Home brewers. I didn't know that was a thing. That's really oh, it's, cool. it's great. It's a it's a wonderful competition. All the proceeds go to I don't know some charity that they they sponsor. Um, but it's uh it's great because you just get to taste a ton of really good home brews. Yeah, it's pretty cheap. You just pay the cost of the glass that you take around, and then they have like rinse out stations and sounds like a beer fest. Yeah. yeah. Mikey love a beer. Fest. I know. <laughs> you get. A, I mean, it's great because you get a lot of really good brews. I mean, and speaking of beer fests, I'm sure that will happen this year. Yeah. Um, City Weekly's annual oh, yeah, beer yeah. fest. That I don't think they had any inkling when they first did that what it was going to explode into. You should get. We have a few really good beer festivals actually. Um, Slugmag does a beer fest, mm-hmm. and then yeah, City Weekly and the Brewers Guild did. The Collab Fest this year, which was, well, and they've done it before. That was the, it was the second time they'd done that. And one. it was, did you, did any of you guys check that out? I didn't check that it out. It was amazing. It was so much fun because they got all the brewery, almost all the breweries in the state to do a collaboration beer with another brewery. Oh, wow. And so, and then their brewers came and poured the beer and you got to meet everybody oh, who made wow. it. That's it was really amazing. Cool. It was that, is, that is one thing that, that I've noticed with Utah. Most of the breweries mm-hmm. seem to play nice with each other. Yeah. Help each other out, support each other. Yeah. Um, there is a definite community here. Like we talked about, because of Utah's weirdness, it's kind of forced Utah to be more creative. But I think the the, the beer guild, different things like that, that they've helped each other, the, the never-ending fight with Capitol Hill to get mm-hmm. things approved and changed. And it feels like we make one or two steps forward and two or three back. But most of the breweries seem to be there for each other, support each yeah. other. And most most of these events, you see a pretty good representation of the breweries across the state. Yeah. I think Absolutely. that um, Utah's history of us being the people who love beer, kind of being the, <laughs> the, the underdogs, I guess. Everybody kind of teamed up together. So yeah. We get you. 
Yeah. Well, exactly. (laughs) I mean, that's just kind of the Utah spirit for the most part. I mean, we're good at getting together in our groups. That's Whatever true. the group is, like the distillers or kind of this, we found that with yeah. distillers. There's great distillers. They all, here. you know, they're for the most part again, they're super helpful. James at Sugar House yeah. is mm-hmm. like one of the most amazing people I've ever met. And he he's like, I'll help anybody. Anybody who wants to come, I don't look at them as competition. Yeah. If you think you want to open a distillery, come talk. But, to well me. they're <laughs> all they're they're all different. Just like you were talking about you have a, a favorite beer yeah. at every mm-hmm. place. They're all just enough different that Right. There's room and it's true. I totally yeah. agree. And it's very incestuous. Oh yeah. You, you, oh, yeah. If you <laughs> yep. see somebody working in a brew house or in the front of house, they've odds are pretty good else. they've worked somewhere else. Right. Mm-hmm. Or they're, and they're going still friends. Because <laughs> they still go there after work to go get a beer at their well, last job. So. When we were in what Red Rock a few weeks, months, days, whenever it was. It was months. It all blends together. <laughs> that, he was telling us, Well, our first brewer went over here and then he came over here and now he's over there and he uh-huh. yeah, so he was Trying yeah. to give us the lineage. Of Actually, the, two of their brewers now used to be at Grid City, and yeah. Kevin Templin of Templin DF Brewing. He was, and Michael was like you. He just drank beer there for the longest time. To the point, he was like Norm, eh, Norm. To the point where they just <laughs> gave him a job, and he kind of became it. Everyone That's here gets that reference. Accurate, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure any of the listeners do. <laughs> I don't know. I doubt we have like a lot of young people yeah, listening true. to us. I talk guess about that just the showed weather. my age. <laughs> Norm, Norm. I had I had my Norm chair at a couple of at a couple of places. Yeah. yeah, I you I had a I had a Norm chair at Bewilder for a while, right yeah. in front of the Jackalope, and then you sent me a picture of yourself sitting in my chair one day, and I was like, <laughs> "That is my seat." Sucked it back. <laughs> messed up my so got, print. <laughs> I got one more question for you both, and that is, you're both native Utahns. You've been here for a long time. Um, what is the most interesting or unique thing that you've discovered about Utah in your life here? Oh, you have to go first. My brain doesn't work. Oh, wow. <laughs> He's doing some unique thing that I've discovered here. being a local. Um, I think I would, I guess I would say that it's such a, a diverse place geographically where you can experience everything, um, you know, ge- geographic wise and, uh, activity wise, uh, and do it in, uh, hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can be in the desert or I can be in a lush forest. I can be golfing. And skiing on the same day, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, that is, uh, as I become an adult, because I'm still trying to become an adult. <laughs> uh, one of the things that I uh, am still blown away by is the uh, the diverse uh, uh, scenery and activities that you can do. Uh, you know, I like to on, tell on people. Utah has everything you could want in the outdoors except the ocean. Yep. And we emulate that pretty damn well in places like Bear Lake. So. Yeah. No, that's absolutely And when we have a salty body of water. Yeah. When, when we, when have, we one. have one. Yeah, I wouldn't go <laughs> swimming that like you might do in the ocean. The beaches of the Great Salt Lake are not friendly. We can try to find the whales. No, but once upon a time, it was some really good sailing, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and I mean, the Great Salt Lake was a, a resort. For yeah. a long time, turn of century, not this century, the no, turn of the last, previous last century, century. hundred plus years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, As my kids go. like Day, to remind me, I'm, fr- I'm from the late 1900s. 
You're from the mid 1900s, sir. Hi, Steph. Uh, well, let's see. That was a great answer, actually. Um, <laughs> I have a lot of friends out of state, and I'm always trying to talk this place up so that I don't have to go to them as much, even though I love it. I love traveling. But um, I always thought I was better with directions than I am because I grew up next to the mountains. Yeah, you get anywhere else. <laughs> and then I'm like, you have like an automatic oh, right. So which yeah. way? So what do you? How do we know which way is east? It's like in Texas. Right. Like I, I'm so lost in Texas. Yeah. And like, I mean, you have the sunrise and sunset, but it's just not the same. Can't remember what I was watching, but somebody was like, "See that town? That town's 15 miles away." See this oh, tree right Iowa. here? Yeah. See this tree in my yard? This is the only tree between me and that town. 15 miles <laughs> oh, away. And man. you can legitimately see, see like, the, the edge town. of the town. 15 miles away. I'm like, I That's can't even insane. see the top of my... St- like, right. Like, I have to go out and like tilt my head to see the top of my no. street. That just proves the earth is flat. He <laughs> <laughs> could I see mean, 15 miles away like that. I can't imagine living in a place... Where you don't walk out your front door and have something amazing staring something at you. Something right in your face. And that's yeah. the thing is, we're all so lucky to have the same view here. Like, we we each get the view. I would love to live at the ocean, next to the ocean and have a beach house, but I can't afford that. But pretty much no matter where I live here, I get the view. So, And the mountains look different every single day, and which is so cool, depending on the time of the day. Unless it's mid-January. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then there's no mountains. There's, yeah, it's just like brown haze. Right. That's that's uh, that's called smog. And uh, <laughs> there's smog. plenty of it. As opposed to smog, the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't know my north, south, east, and west as well as I thought growing up here. So that's what I will give you. <laughs> So people can catch a radio show Fridays at two. Yep. But where else can they find you guys? Wherever there's beer. <laughs> <laughs> TF, it sounds like. Uh, Steph is uh, very prolific on uh, Instagram. I do have a few Instagram pages. She's uh, hilarious. She's. I laugh so hard at some of her posts. So it's she's definitely worth checking out. And if you feel like sharing that, go ahead. Uh, uh yeah. That's fine. My at is Miss Tipsy Socks, and it is ridiculous. So <laughs> it started as a joke, and now it's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so did Hot Dog Water. <laughs> hot Dog Dash Hot Dog Dash Water. That's one of our uh, handles. All right. Oh, we should. We should. I. I would give you a sticker, but I ran out. <laughs> and. Um. You can find us on KUAA's website. They stream our episodes. So our you, can, yeah, you can stream uh, previous uh, Beer Nerd uh, episodes on uh, KUAAFM.org. And uh, Beer Nerd at City Weekly. And you can check out Utah Beer Blog. And Beer Nerd Radio has an Instagram page Beer now. Beer Nerd Radio Instagram. Mikey has Utah Beer Blog. Yeah, we're all over the place. Pretty much so anywhere there's beer. We, mm-hmm. will, we will annoy you. Anyway, we can. Oh, that is my favorite thing. So. <laughs> so now we have our affirmation you guys get to hear. All right. Is that what these are, is affirmations? Oh, I want to read it. Know. No, I'm reading it. <laughs> you can't have a positive as fuck life without a negative as fuck mine. <laughs> oh, how come my life is not so positive? If I have f- a negative mind. If you find yourself with a head full of crap, go watch some videos of babies laughing at, at goats. Excitement fainting. Oh, oh I go, or goat's excitement fainting. There we go. See, I should have or, read this. This you is don't terrible. Have, you I don't, don't know have what your, you're reading. You don't have your readers on. <laughs> That's going to come back later. No, these are mine. <laughs> or old Pre- pre-reading makes for boring. He's got readers over there, too. Jeremy he's does. He's got somewhere. them on his face. Oh, yeah, he's wearing them. 
uh, or old people cursing. It's helpful to think of laughing as a mental pooper scooper. You got to get the turds out so you have room for fresh and lovely thoughts. <laughs> All right. I would say that applies <laughs> in, in our orbit. Absolutely. That actually applies if we do name the episode Poop Hole Loophole like we talked about earlier. <laughs> Um, Is that what this episode's called? I think it might be. We okay. were having a discussion before you got here. It, that might actually be the show. I wrote it down, so it's likely to end up being the show title. I'm not fine with that. It just depends on what comes about in conversation, what the show gets named. Uh, you can find us on social media at TNU Podcast everywhere. Uh, like they said, the website, hotdog-water.com or thenewutah.com, both of them will get you to the same spot. Uh, and I promise I'll get the capital blog up as soon as I figure out what is going on, the pictures. <laughs> why they're not loading properly. No. That's okay. Well, thank you guys so much for yeah, joining thanks us. thanks for having us. Thank you. So happy you guys asked. Thank you. <laughs>